And I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, it's, there's things, there's people, feelings that I, I, I want to experience differently than I have before. Or maybe even for the first time. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I cover every single episode of the TV show Supernatural, even if we probably don't really need to cover these episodes of the TV show Supernatural <laughs> sometimes. What just, more could there to be said about this episode? Uh, season 10 was going so well. Mm. It was mm. doing well, Chris. And like the last... Actually, I don't. Re- I think we like the last episode, but the, the last... Yeah. It feels like we're in a slump. It feels like we we're in a season 10 We stepped into a quagmire. Slump. Yeah. And I think it's this is around the time that I guess this usually happens in a season. It just comes a little bit earlier. And mm-hmm. I think this time around they put the like the meat of the season a little bit earlier. Like we got some resolution for, you know, the fight with Kane and stuff like that a little bit earlier than we might otherwise have seen it in another season. Um so now instead of getting the slump before the big stuff, we're getting the slump after the big stuff. Yeah, I guess so. I I, it, we have talked a lot about like the mid-season slump of Supernatural. I mm-hmm. just, you know, for a minute there, I was like, is season 10 going to buck that trend? Like, are, yeah, we doing, really are we doing well? And no, we're not. We're doing kind of a garbage <laughs> episode, to be honest with you. Like, I, there's a couple of moments in this episode that I like a whole lot. Um, yeah. None of them have to do with Sam, for anybody worried that we'd be talking about Sam a whole lot this episode. Uh, no, I didn't even take any notes on Sam. I don't think he's in this one. Um, But there, there's a couple of good parts, but like the overall despite having one of my favorite actresses in it, um, just because of the show that I like, like I just, mm-hmm. the overall like plot is just some of the most boring shit yeah. that I've, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's also hack. It's hack as fuck, man. Like I, yeah. I can't, <laughs> dude, I just, I just can't get over like this, this bullshit plot. Um, before we get into that episode, let's thank the patrons over at patreon.com <laughs> yeah. slash monster of the week. They keep this podcast going. They get exclusive access to podcasts that Chris and I put out just for patrons. Uh, we have done a, the whole season of Cowboy Bebop, but we are going to start in the month of October doing The Haunting of Hill House. We've done podcasts on all sorts of things. If it, a certain tier, you can even tell us what to do, which is fun. Yes. yes. Uh, Patreon.com slash Monster of the Week is the place for that. I am not logged in to our Patreon. I'm logged into the Duckfeed Patreon. Oh, no. So our most recent, um, I don't, I'm, hmm. I might butcher this name. I'm just going to say Ellen Drog. Um, and thank you very much for being a patron. I think you talk to yeah. us a lot on Twitter. And thank you Always for shouting as well. us out on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for joining Patreon. Thank you for joining the Patreon. We will now look at your tweets now that you were paying us to do I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> you want to uh, catch us up with season 10, my man? Yeah. Um, last time on Supernatural, Dean Winchester, still burdened with the mark of Cain, is confronted with the return of Cole, a man who once tried to kill him. Uh, The Winchester is forced to search his own soul to overcome the challenges facing him and finds that saving people and hunting things is still what keeps him going. But with Castiel still unable to help Dean remove the mark and Rowena stirring up dark clouds in hell, how long will Dean's new resolve last? Very nice. Sounded very professional. When did you write that? Thank you. Uh, Like a couple days ago. (laughs) (laughs) Before or after watching the episode? Uh, Before, because I didn't, I, I knew that, you know, I, f- I hit all the the main characters okay. this season yeah, in, sure. in, in that so mm-hmm. the important know, I didn't ex- yeah. I didn't expect to have to make any additions. <laughs> so we're covering season ten, episode sixteen, "Paint It Black." This was written by Eugenie Ross Lemming and Brad Buckner, directed by John F. Showalter. Uh, this came out on March twenty fifth, twenty fifteen. Rowena makes plans to reclaim her magic. I forgot about this whole plot line. To be honest with you, that's <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It's nothing. 
Sam and Dean investigate a string of suicides committed by people with little in common other than their identical grisly method of death, slow, self-administered disembowelment. All of the victims were members of a Catholic church and had recently given confession, leading the brothers to suspect the priest is somehow involved. Meanwhile, when Crowley captures okay. Olivier, the leader uh-huh. of the Grand Coming, Rowena pleads her case to be allowed and to practice magic freely again. So um, they had nothing in common nope. other than their grisly deaths mm-hmm. and also other than the fact that they all went to the same church and also other than the fact that they all just went to confession. Also, so they, did have, they were all they, dudes that cheated or had like yeah, wrong some So shits. they did have more in common than just yeah. the They had the nothing in common except for these 12 things. Yeah, yeah, crazy, <laughs> crazy. It's insane but, you know, how it I, works. I don't know if, if you need to address anything in the um, road so far because I couldn't see it, mm-hmm. but... Um, we start off with the bang. And do you know where we start off this episode? Do you know where this episode is located, Jeremy? It's it's right next door, huh? I just want to know what you what you think this is pronounced as. <laughs> this has got to be Worcester, right? No, it's absolutely not Worcester. In God fact, it. it's it's Worcester. Um, oh God! W o r c e s t e r is pronounced Worcester, and if you're truly egregious, it's uh, Worcester kid. Um, so this place Worcester takes place kid? in Worcester, comma kid. Ah, uh, sorry, the Worcester. Oh, it's Worcester, kid. It's Worcester, kid. Yeah. Ma, it's yeah. Worcester. It's Ma. Get over at Worcester. <laughs> Drive me down to Worcester. The MBTA doesn't go that way, Ma. <laughs> no, we got a case, Ma. Dean's already there. <laughs> I need you to drive me to the packy. <laughs> Grandma, you got to come pick me up. <laughs> the monster <laughs> saw me, dro- saw me, saw you be dropping me off at the wet pipe factory. And they made a devastating <laughs> rhyme about it. Ma, they saw me at the pier. I need you to get me to the wet pipe factory immediately. It's in Worcester for the last time. It's in Worcester. <laughs> oh shit! Um, no, to 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 answer your question there's nothing interesting in the road so far because it's all about rowena so um mm-hmm. it's all about uh worcester it's all about worcester kid mm-hmm. um so so this uh, guy goes to confession yeah. uh everything seems normal but mm-hmm. then he he leaves and it seems like something possesses him on his way out but wait uh, but wait because when he leaves Jeremy, the, the are we pop- really about to camp out on we this are. part <laughs> he leaves the priest says go in peace terry and i don't know why yeah. that cracks me up so <laughs> Go in peace, Terry. I don't know why that cracked me up so much. What's so funny about Terry? I don't know. I think I'm just watching. Terry him. from Worcester, kid. Go in peace, Terry. Nobody from Worcester even has a Boston accent in this episode. No, it's not unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Because that shit costs money. Anyway, please continue. Yeah. Yes. Um, he grabs a candlestick. Terry, who's gone in peace, <laughs> grabs a candlestick on his way out, which is not a very peaceful move. Because when he gets outside of the church on the sidewalk, he decides to uh, stick the uh, candlestick inside himself and disembowel himself. Yeah, super dope. Thanks for leaving that on the on the front steps, by the way. On Terry. the sidewalk of Worcester. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, we have like a kids. We have Bible study here, right, Terry? Like yeah. you couldn't have gone around the back to do your weird suicide bullshit. Come on, man, Terry. Um, also, like. Boys, like huge trigger warning, or not trigger warning, I don't like to say that, but a huge content warning for like suicide stuff because boy, yeah. Supernatural has been leaning on this a lot lately. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. It doesn't care at all. We go back to, we, we start the main episodes. Crowley is at his like place. Um, one of his henchmen is complaining about Rowena being quote unquote vexed. The henchman has already been cursed by Rowena to have the largest forehead since Christina Ricci started acting. Um, oh, boy. What? Come on, <laughs> tell me you did not notice this dude's this, forehead. This Christina Ricci dick. Yes, <laughs> this guy's got, he's got, a, his forehead is so big that there's actually a head on the back of his head. It's, it's huge. Um, And yes, he has been cursed. He's got a head on the back of his head uh, because she made that happen. She cast a spell. Thanks for that CGI effect. (laughs) You know, if if you're going to get witchy, like that is the kind of witchy shit. But like she immediately Mm -hmm. like undercuts it because she says, oh, that's just a a trifle. That's just bullshit magic. Like, you know, I could what I really want is to be able to practice magic freely like I used to with the coven. And Crowley's like, what what are you talking about? I don't care that you're on the screen. Like, I'd please put me back with Dean and Sam where I belong. Yeah. Um, thankfully, we get back to them pretty quickly because all we really learn is that she's still pissed at Crowley yes. for not helping her out last episode or whatever. And instead, he went to help the Winchesters. Um, and she continues to call him Fergus. And that's about as dangerous as she gets with him. Um, and then it's Sam and Dean. They're on the case um, looking into this you know, weird suicide in, in Worcester. 
And, um, you know, Stan- Sam is still preoccupied by trying to research the mark, which at this point, it's like, if that's going to be Sam's plotline for season 10, let him, like, have an episode where he goes to some, like, crazy, like, secret library and, like, Thank talks you. to some... Like, does he, do- he actively does something instead of just Google searching the Mark of Cain? I don't want to see you know, for- him just putting Mark of Cain in various search engines for the next six episodes. Like, come right. on, we could That's do something. all he you. has done. That is not a plot line. Yeah. That's nothing. That's he's background on fucking noise. Gopher. He's on the he's yeah. on Usenet looking for Mark of Cain right now. Like, it would literally be better. Like when Castiel's gone, like it sucks because we're always screaming, where's Cass? But at least the show is like. Cassiel has a mission and he's doing it. Half the time I don't know what it is, and I'm like, well, at least at least I can pretend he's doing something. With yeah. Sam, he's there, but he's not doing anything, so I can't pretend he's doing anything. <laughs> he's just not a participant in season ten. It's, he's just on his phone looking up markofcane.com. He's like, what is it? Oh. And he has to register the domain himself and like starts filling it with his own info, but then he forgets because of all the head trauma he's had that he keeps going to markofcane.com, finding the same lore over and over again, and then not realizing he's the one who set up the domain to begin with. It's um, it's funny to me that if we didn't know that he was googling Mark of Cain, he would just be a shitty teenager, right? He'd be like, "Get yeah. off your fucking phone, Sam! Like, pay attention!" And he's like, "No, I'm playing bejeweled. Like, I'm almost I'm playing I'm almost bejeweled." Twenty. What ma. are you talking about? Come on, ma. Yeah, I'm about to match three, it's, ma. Um, <laughs> it sucks. It, it sucks. It bites. It bites. So. They decide to go on the case. We go back to the church where we have two nuns um, chatting with one another. Um, one is an Italian woman and one is one of the lead stars from the TV show Legion, which I have talked about at length and can't wait to cover on a podcast at some point in the future. Go watch Legion, everybody. Yeah, it's there, we get we get a nun flashback where um, the one with the Italian accent says like she loved some dude mm-hmm. um, and, you know, things because the other nun from from Legion is like, hey, you know, we all have a reason why we we chose this life yeah we were you all know, fucking we were all fucking we like we, crazy. we was all fucking we was all fucking <laughs> and then we crazy. all and then we all look decided at me. we look did, at me we was all fucking. <laughs> we was fucking i had no problem getting down with anybody i don't care who or what they were i was yeah. down with do, it do not think that that was the issue although i do have some pain in my heart however and that is what <laughs> that is what drove me to this life <laughs> that is what drove me to the to the arms of the lord if you will <laughs> But do not for a second think that I could not go to business if I so chose. I have pain in my heart. <laughs> if I unrelated, give- <laughs> unrelated pain in my heart. If I wanted to give Jesus a hard on, I could in a minute. <laughs> I could, I could without question. Do not think that that is what the issue is here. I had pain in my heart. <laughs> and they, so the one with the Italian accent is like, I also have, I also had pain in my heart. Um, let me tell you the story about Piero, the most beautiful man I've ever seen. Who we, you and I, I think both separately were thinking, what if this is Leonardo da Vinci? One hundred percent, and uh, yeah, definitely could be because like he's painting her, and it looks like the Mona Lisa, right? It's like it looks. I was like, oh my god, this chick's the Mona Lisa. I wrote it in my notes at some point. And this look, not none is Mona Lisa? Question mark? Question mark? And look, like give me. Leonardo da Vinci is an ancient hunter lore. Uh-huh. He's fighting the Vatican. He's got to get in there and get the lore from the Vatican. Yep. He's got to be yep. able to... F- the Vatican is infested with demons, Chris. Right. He's got he's to free the, dac- the, he's the gotta Vatican. Free, he's got to free the Vatican. He's hot. He's fucking he's, hot. He's got ramen noodle hair. As he's Autumn got said. ramen noodle hair. <laughs> he's, he's fucking... That's not the problem, but he has pain in his heart. That's true. And, th- and that's why he's a hunter. He's not a hunter because he couldn't... He couldn't uh, get the business. It's because he has pain in his heart. Okay, as That's we all know, reason. as we, all hunters are hunters because they have pains in their heart. But they all can get the heart. business. They all can get that's the right. business. That's right. That's right. That's again. This that's what this this nun wants to to establish. She's like Isabella. I don't want you getting the wrong idea about me. I can do the business. That's not a question. That's not a problem. That isn't the issue here. It's the pain in my heart. Anyway, so uh, he paints her. Um. And then, yeah, and then Legion Nun is like, oh yeah, we're, we're we're yeah, I had a thing just like that. Like a guy painted me too. Definitely, definitely happened to me too. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. had he had uh, Campbell noodle hair, not Rama noodle yeah. hair, yeah. <laughs> yeah, chicken noodle hair. Um, so Sam and Dean they're leaving the police station. Dean is trying to put this together as a case, but Sam is kind of dismissive about it. Uh, Dean is like, no, this is one hundred percent a case. Um, <clears throat> we go back over to the church where a dude. Um, doesn't get to go in peace, Terry. He just gets like, get the fuck out of here, Mark, or whatever. Um, and he grabs his wife's jacket, and then later that night, she catches him in the fridge. And I didn't quite understand this. Like, I, I thought for some reason, because this isn't the suicide, right? Like, this is kind of breaks the pattern. 
Yeah, she murders him. I she guess, murders because him. <laughs> the spirit possessed. Her. I mean, spoilers. The spirit possessed her instead of him. Um, but it, it was to fulfill the same goal, and that's because he was covered in um, uh, iron. So she was the the ghost spirit wasn't able to uh, oh, word? Uh, yeah, yeah. possess okay. him. Also, he did not have pain in his heart, which also is true. You do. It's a required. It's a required tactic. Um, he did have uh, Nutella on his finger though, coming out of that fridge. New, which Nutella is, which is... on his finger <laughs> without pain in his heart, um, <laughs> and that's why the ghost was unable to possess him, but still needed yes. to murder him. Uh, the wife, however, did have pain in her heart. Um, so yeah. <laughs> the uh the spirit leaves the woman and uh does like the whole like demon smoke thing which also th- kind of threw me off of what was happening yeah. in this episode because uh, we've not really seen a ghost do that usually they just dissolve into the air and of course the wife freaks out um sam and dean the next day interview the father who gave all of the confessions uh that doesn't go very far they're introduced to sister matthias which is the the nun from legion mm-hmm. um she says that all she- of the go ahead well, she like knows about like crimes and stuff. Yeah, She's like, I know crime the term mo. <laughs> yeah, so Dean's like, "Holy shit, have you fucked before? <laughs> have you got? Have you ever got the business, Sister Matthias?" Yeah. <laughs> She's like really impressed that she like knows about crime. She's like, "Yeah, I mean, we got we have forensic files in the back. Like, we're allowed to watch TV. I don't know. I don't know what her plan is. I don't. Whatever. It doesn't come up. It really doesn't come up. Yeah. And you know, I don't. I don't hate the inclusion of like a random." like person involved in the case because that's how old episodes used to always be yeah you know the, who, who whatever family member or somebody is involved and i like that because i like seeing sam and dean bounce off of new people um but it's still it's just you know just funny it's it is it is very funny um she tells uh, sam like takes off in this scene because it's season 10 um yeah because and- he wasn't in the script he wants <laughs> yeah, to go okay. google on his phone <laughs> He found another he's, search engine and he's just going yeah, after it. He's like, oh, whoa, whoa. I have, I, I can't even think. I never tried Bing. Like, it's so simple. I never I tried Bing. I try, didn't try Bing. I even get points it, for that. I can buy yeah. some Xbox games with my points yeah. for Bing. And he's, so he's splayed on the hood of the Impala in front of the church. Uh, his okay. shoes are kicked off. They're just on the sidewalk. People mm-hmm. walking by. He's got bare feet, wearing white socks with his black dress shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. he's just he, he's just flipping around on his phone. Everyone thinks he's playing Bejeweled, but he's on, he's on Ask Jeeves or whatever. Uh, she tells him, Sister Matthias tells Dean that like, hey, that dude was probably cheating on him. Everybody knew. Um, Sam goes over to the candles and uses the EMF detector on him on them. And I'm like, do you think that the candles are haunted, my dude? Candles are haunted, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, We have to extinguish these candles. Are you seeing this? <laughs> You're never gonna fucking believe this. The candles are haunted. Indeed, it's just the like EMF is going nuts, Dean. <laughs> Dean comes over, blows the candles out. He's like, "What? Do you, what?" Sam. Jesus Christ. Uh, um, they Dean and uh, Sister Matthias have this moment where uh, he asks her why she's a nun, and she says it's because life became so painful. She needed something. She to, had pain in her heart. She had pain in her heart. The pain in her heart became so painful that she had to seek out something larger than herself. And Dean seems to like really respond to this in a way. Like you yeah. can tell he's as much as he's putting on this bravo br- bravado. Uh, am I saying that bravado right? bravado? bravado. Um, I screwed you up because I'm saying pain in my heart in a weird way. You it's are throwing you off. You are putting just enough twang on heart that it ki- just keeps getting me, man. I can't help it. I'm just dying over here. Pain in it, heart. Uh, <laughs> am I asking a question or am I telling you something? I don't know. Pain in my heart. Heart. Um, <laughs> but she 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 says this, and you can tell like Dina's like, oh yeah, my life is pretty shitty too, and I need to figure out a way to to uh, like resolve this. Yeah. Uh, Dean respects. He's like, anyone with pain in their heart is somebody that I can appreciate and respect, except for my brother and Castiel. Yes. And uh, Sam comes back and says, oh, hey, is there a cemetery around here? And she's like, yeah, the whole fucking church is a cemetery because yeah. it's in Boston and we are, <laughs> it's a fucking yeah. Catholic church, my dude. Like, We got some old ass bodies. <laughs> there are a thousand Indians buried underneath here. We- I drive by at least six cemeteries on my way to work every day. At least you guys don't have like raised up cemeteries. Like ours are fucking. Those are man. those are scary as fuck, Jeremy. Yeah. If you ever if you ever come down to New Orleans, uh, I'll give you the the big cemetery tour. Like we'll go to New Orleans and we'll do a big cemetery tour, and it's very. Oh, what if I get haunted? Hey, look, would it change your life at all? No, <laughs> no, of course you're not. right. You're right. <laughs> I'm already haunted by my past mistakes. <laughs> um, Dean gets a little flirty uh, with this chick. Um, cause Dean just can't help but want the unattainable, um, yep. which I find, uh-huh. and I'm kind of, 
they they're writing Dean so weird in season ten. Like he, this yeah. this whole because he's going to walk outside and be like, "Wow, that Dean, that that nun is hot." And I'm like, Dean, yeah. you were undergoing the most traumatic time of your life. Can I you, know he's so lighthearted. <laughs> can you maybe like is this? I mean, like seriously, like you think the nun is hot now? Like what are you doing? And like look. She is like no shame. It's because like, she because uh, she was like, don't get the wrong idea. Yeah, she's she can get the business. Don't get me it's, wrong. That's what she had to explain because she she's really self conscious that people think that she's a nun because she like couldn't find a man and she's like, I'm trying to. I don't want people like putting their misogyny on me. All right, I can fuck if I want. All right, it's not because I couldn't fuck. It's because I fucked too good. All right, they yeah. put me in here to keep me off the streets. And Dean's head spinning. He's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be oh, thinking man. right now. I'm I don't going know. through a lot. <laughs> The Mark of Cain did not prepare prepare me for this. Um, Dean and Sam talk, and uh, Dean says the theme of the case is women uh, are guys doing their women wrong, and they think it could be related to the father or confession somehow. And then we go back over to Rowena, and Chris, I just don't even... I, I, I just don't have a lot of energy for this yeah, Rowena um, stuff, man. I'd... Crowley has caved to Rowena, and he brought in the high priestess of the Grand Coven. And spoiler alert! Uh, Rowena tortures the shit out of her only to find that the Grand Coven has basically lost all power because witches have been persecuted for uh, time immemorial. Yeah. Uh, Malleus Maleficarum, whatever the whole thing. Uh, Salem Witch Trials, all that sort of funk. It, it's written into the supernatural lore. So, like, yeah, we were part of the Grand Coven, Rowena. You think that you're, like, rebelling against us, but, like, we don't fucking exist anymore. We've been driven into hiding. We're nothing. That's it. And then Rowena, instead of letting her go at the end of the episode or instead of killing her at the end of the episode, turns into a hamster. That's the whole plot line. Yep. We do find out that the, the final nail in the, in the Witch Coven w- were the Men of Letters, and the only two surviving members of oh, yeah. the Men of Letters is Sam and Dean Winchester. The Winchester, yeah. yeah. So that's actually, that's, that's pretty important. That's going to save us about, like, I don't know, a good 10 or 15 minutes of dialogue about fucking yeah. Rowena and her slapping this chick and them yelling at each other with and making faces at each other. And it's just, God, it's, it's just, man, I, you know, we've had some feedback about our... Um, our opinions of Rowena and uh, some people have said like, Hey, I agree with you. When she first came on, she was so over the top. Uh, I just didn't like it. Her plots get better. I am ready for that to happen. Like so far, this has been such a huge drag for me. Like she seems like a great actress. Everything I know about this actual actress, she seems great, but man, like I, this over the top, just Polish accent hysterics. I cannot, I, I can't deal with it anymore. I'm so ready for something to happen with this. I was like Polish accent. <laughs> it is Polish, right? Yeah, no, no, you're right. It is. Okay. It is. Um, I because I, accents, I always Chris. most people obviously, know, most people know I'm good at accents, right? Obviously, Polish accents and Swedish accents are very different, but I always confuse. I always think that Rowena has a Swedish accent. Yeah, yeah, very. But similar. you said Polish. It's right. You're you're right. It's Polish. It's not Swedish. Um. So Dean goes to do a confession. Yeah. Um, well, okay, we get Dean's fake confession here so that he can have a little emotional moment, and you remember me talking about the biggest failing for me of season eight was not getting to see Sam's confession. 100%. When he has to do it for the God Trials, mm-hmm. for the plot of the show, for a big Sam Winchester character moment, what do they do? They pan the camera away to Dean. That's We were robbed of that. Sam was robbed of that. Jared Padalecki was robbed of that. They didn't give us a powerful character moment. They gave us some bullshit instead, I'm sure. And here we get, in this one-off nothing episode, we get Dean's man pain. Because how else are we going to know that he has pain in his heart? Uh, his heart? His I, heart? Uh, <laughs> he, um, he talks about, like, he, he creates a story and, about right, Gina no, and his... I just want to say, okay. Dean, or Jensen does kill it. He always kills it, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, there's, it's not a bad scene. I'm just, I'm just, I'm bitter. That's yes. all. Um, uh, I tasted of my heart. And it was bitter. <laughs> I tasted of my heart. Of my heart. And it tasted bitter. <laughs> because it was my heart. Because it was in my heart. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, thank you, Stephen King, for introducing us to wonderful poetry that we can then butcher in a supernatural <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Dean creates the story about um, Gina and how he cheated on her a lot. Um, and it wasn't even that the sex was bad because the sex and lasagna was good. And I'm like, where are we going uh-huh. with this buckling like, where, where are, are we, we going what are we doing with this um but he cheated on her multiple times and the father is just like yeah say some hail marys man you're catholic like this shit's gonna happen all the time i don't uh-huh. i don't really care about my job and then dean is like hey actually what if i got super fucking real with you father yeah. yo for one minute though what if i what if i did get for real right now though just just get a little real with you and tell you that i don't want to die like i thought maybe i was okay with it but maybe all of 
my work will, will keep me here. And, and, but maybe there's, there's actually more to this world that I could, I could feel and I could do. And he talks about um, that there's experiences that he wants to have again, or maybe even for the first time. And like, boy, if you're, if you're a Dusty L fan, you've got to be eating this fucking scene up left and right. Huh? <laughs> Cause goddamn, like having experiences maybe for the first time, like with people, hmm. like it's just so fucking hmm. on the nose, man. Um, yeah, but he doesn't want to die. This is, um, I mean, it's not new for Dean, but I think he, going into the, into the battle with Kane, he was definitely of a mindset of, I'm not coming back out. And I think the biggest surprise was that he did, and that he's relatively normal. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously there was the big moment at the end of that episode where Sam was like, Castillo, Dean's fucked up. <laughs> um... <laughs> It they, was, to, they brought in somebody else to dub over Sam's lines because yeah, Padalecki was just the, checked out. Padalecki didn't even show up on set to do the. No, uh, no. He's on, he's on. He's Googling. He's Google Mark of Kane. They brought in Admiral Akbar to, to do his. It's a trap, but it's a dude's fuck up. <laughs> in his I'll, check, I'll, I'll check the lore, Dean. <laughs> check the lore, Dean. <laughs> this sounds like some witchy shit, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going we, why do we always go straight to nixon with these things i don't know man i don't know <laughs> um so yeah i like this scene like legitimately is the best scene of the episode like jensen as always kills it i i have problems even imagining that the people that wrote the rest of this episode like wrote these lines down because they seem so genuine and from a place of like you know actual contemplation of character yeah and like yeah. it's just it feels almost out of place in this episode um and yeah like the father asked him like hey do you believe in god and dean says i oh i believe in god but i'm not sure that he believes in me in us anymore and then he gets <laughs> up and leaves and i'm like whoa that priest has definitely not heard that from any shitty 14 year old teenagers before yeah. uh but i mean it's fucking I- dork bro <laughs> hey ma did you hear hey, this ma. thing about god <laughs> um legit though like you could like obviously dean believes in god because he confirmed he's one of the few people in the world that actually knows that god exists uh but yeah also knows that god is fucking checked out so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not interested not playing along yes um, um matthias the legion nun meets up with isabella who's the ghost nun uh isabella possesses the the father um while Matthias starts reading Isabella's journal. And then we get another flashback. Um, mm. So she confesses her love to uh, not Da Vinci. Piero. Piero, thank you for saving me. <laughs> she confesses her love to Piero, and Piero is like, nah, I ain't, I ain't gonna hit it. I'm good. I thought yeah. we were just had like a professional, like model kind of relationship here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not super in love with you or anything. Um, so you thought she, I loved you, but it was just pain in my heart. Um, <laughs> painting in my heart. Paint in my heart. <laughs> uh, so she gets super mad and she sneaks over there one night. And uh, I think the plan is to destroy his paintings. Instead, he finds her uh, balls deep. He find, she finds him balls deep in another, mm. in another woman. Mm. So she pushes the other woman aside and uh, stabs him and disembowels him. And yeah pain in his heart pain (laughs) in his gut Um, (laughs) in his his gut (laughs) so after reading this the the nun uh calls sam she says um you know this place this church there there are lots of like sad lost spirits here but most of them have you know wandered off on their own nothing has ever been dangerous and they're like whoa 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 pump the brakes lady we knew you had pain in your heart and that you could get the business if you wanted to but we didn't know that you like hung out with ghosts <laughs> and she's like yeah of course i do i'm a spiritual person of course i believe in a spiritual plane you goddamn yeah. heathens like yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> you fucking loser you fucking piece of shit dumbass heathen <laughs> losers what is wrong with you i'm a legion that's on I, fucking fx yeah. do you understand me i'm not on some cw bullshit shit anymore <laughs> i've moved on and, and you know dean's looking back at sam like like he can't believe what he's hearing. Like he's so insulted. Sam's just googling. Sam, <laughs> Sam's, Sam's googling moved on FX. To, yeah, FX. What's that? FX. Mark of Cain. <laughs> he's on his Apple TV on the FX channel, putting in Mark of Cain. <laughs> he's so dumb. <laughs> the chick said it was a spiritual thing. She said she was an X Man, kinda. <laughs> Dude, do we get the spiritual channel? What's that? I think the Mark of Cain might be on it. Like Sam, what are we even talking about at this point? Sam, why are we going to an airport? She said it was a spiritual plane, dog. Sammy, 
You need to go to a hospital, bud. You gotta get this brain checked out, my dude. We gotta get it scanned, bro. Keep you keep putting it off, and we can't do it anymore, man. We can't. You got. I think there's internal bleeding, Sammy. This is gotta get funny. this checked out. I got a good doctor. We have to get it looked at, bro. I care about you. I want you to be okay, but you're not. Um. So we find out that Isabella, uh, once she was the murder was of Piero. Yeah, <laughs> which really Stay does sound like a, a like a line of like cheap pasta at Walmart, like uh-huh, <laughs> Piero uh-huh. Rotini. Um, knock off Da Vinci. It's knock off Da Vinci. Uh. He, he he was murdered so bad that they conv- they convicted her of being a witch and she was burned at the stake. Um, which like just like again I mentioned that this episode was hacked. Like goddamn, like oh another like woman scorned is super angry ha- gets killed and murdered in the most brutal way possible. Like thank you for returning to the well. Like th- we have not had enough mm-hmm. of this in supernatural, fellas. Like thanks right. so right. much for just introducing. A, a, a t- so we have to go through all of this again. Like you just yep. like in the last episode you brutally murdered a, we- a, a woman for like a couple of minutes as the intro. Like we can't just like step away from this just for a little while. Like, it's how they get their, it's how they get their clicks. You know what? Can we murder some wrestlers for like four episodes in a row? Yeah. Right. Let's get some big guys. I, I want to murder some like fucking just muscled up, just bros, man. Like, can we just yeah. like slaughter them for a while? <laughs> can Sam just punch another guy at a bar, please? Cause that's been the that highlight cool. of season 10. It's really great. <laughs> <laughs> um, more Rowena shit, which we've pretty much already covered. Um. Uh, da, 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 da. uh. Dean and Matthias decide that they're going to go look for Isabella while Sam reads Isabella's journal. Uh, we get m- even more flashbacks and find out that uh, Isabella mixed her bone and blood into the paint. Yeah, she was like, "Here's some some blood," and he was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool of you." And she's like, "Actually, you know what would be even cooler of me?" <laughs> 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 Piero, <laughs> Piero, can I like suggest something crazy? Are you are you like down? Are you like Piero. really cool? Are you like for sure DTF? And he's like, what? <laughs> She's like, like you thought blood was cool, right? And he's like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Are you All like, right. Are you like super open minded, Piero? Are you like really okay? You want to know what would be even better? And she just lifts her hand from under the table and it's just spurting already. <laughs> just that finger is cut off. Homegirl cuts off her finger like it's a, like like she's fucking Justin Timberlake saying, like, oh, you know what would be even cooler? A billion dollars. Like, it's you know fucking- what would be even cooler? If you mashed up my fingernail and the rest of my top of my finger, actually, too, and made that into your painting. Wouldn't that be like, like that would be like really, your, it was your idea, Piero. He's like, what? It was not my idea. It's definitely not my <laughs> idea and then this woman has the audacity to get mad that he turns her sexual advances down like yeah. woman you gave me a finger for a painting if i put yeah. it in you i have no idea what you're gonna do to me yeah like this is a Piero bad was like, Piero was freaked out about the blood thing and then she straight up came over with her finger already cut off yeah and she's like do you have a mortar and pedestal because i'm gonna grind this up uh like it's alchemy powder or something and oh, then we're gonna geez. put it in your paint and he's like, okay, I'm worried that if I don't do it, that uh, my, my penis will be next. So, yes, okay. Also, like, while we're, while we're here, um, I, I just, like, this could be, like, because they murder her as if she, they convict her and they try her as a witch and they, like, you know, execute her as if she was a witch. Why not just make her a fucking witch? Why not just make her a witch? Like, why, did, she's like, why is this some Yo, weird... I'm going to grind up my fucking bone into this um painting and then when he paints me he'll fall in love with me because of the fucking spell i did or something like i don't know yeah like make it fucking supernatural at all Mm -hmm, (laughs) like make mm -hmm. it something cool instead they're just like yeah no she was just crazy yeah sorry a crazy italian lady who didn't get the bone so i got real super Mm -hmm. upset about it like because you know how ladies uh, be getting when they you know when they don't get to hook up with their men no that's not how it is women be shopping for men that will take their bones and mix it into paint yeah. and make a painting of statistically <laughs> it's always men who go crazy and kill people when they don't get laid and it's no 100%. it's no one's fault but their own by yes. the way 100 percent. oh Let's make that God. clear um there's some there's you know what would be like really cool Piero? <laughs> do you know do you do you want to i had this like crazy idea you know what would be funny a, fr- um, a friend of mine gave me a pill and suggested yeah. that we could do something crazy it suggested that i cut off my finger and put it in your paint <laughs> Piero's like uh are you like down <laughs> is this the reason you didn't charge me to model like i was just looking for some like free tit and like you're giving me a whole finger right now i'm not comfortable with this at all Oh my god, Chris. This is supernatural. This is a supernatural podcast. Um So What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, uh there's there's a bit of a um 
uh, there was a bit of an okay. argument because Dean said like, "Hey, yes. burn all this shit," and Sam's like, "No, we need to read the book to find out more about it." And Dean's like, "Don't read, just 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 burn everything. We're gonna go find the ghost." And uh, S- Sam somehow takes a break from Googling for two seconds to to read to the journal. Read this stuff. Uh, meanwhile, Dean finds the father who is uh, suicided on the altar of the church, which is going to basically Ooh. ruin that church. <laughs> There's enough haunted shit in Worcester, kid. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that the angels are like organized enough in heaven so that when this dude gets up there, they're like, no, you committed suicide in a church. So that's like straight to hell. And he's like, no, but I was being possessed by a fucking yeah, no, crazy th- person. The angels are non-functioning. They just wear suits and... I don't know, have jail, but they don't do anything. They're yeah. just like, they're just, they're like ice. They're just detaining people for no fucking reason. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> fuck heaven. Fuck ice. Fuck heaven. Fuck ice. You know, if we were extremely brave souls, that would be the title of this episode. On iTunes. No, it's it, the title of this episode is in my heart. Of, of course. Of course. Um, so they find the, 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 the painter dead. Um, or not the painter, the, the Piero father. has been dead for a long time. Piero's been dead since the 1500s. <laughs> um, so uh, they're like Matthias or the, the Legion nun and Dean are hanging out. And then the Legion nun gets possessed by Isabella and starts beating up Dean. And Dean like just says out loud, Sam burn the stuff. Like even though they're rooms away and Dean, yeah. And Sam's just like down there, just slowly like licking his finger, turning the pages. Nice. Oh man, this is a good book. And then he gets he gets his final flashback where he learns <laughs> that this chick this chick was freaky. Sam, and he's like, damn, I wish a chick would cut her finger off for me. Sam was like, this is gonna be great material for my ASMR channel on YouTube. Oh, I cannot Sam's, wait to read this. Sam is solid as a rock reading this shit. He's <laughs> never been more turned on. But then he's like, oh, I gotta. There's all these packages, like these like pallets, these wood pallets. I better go cut them open. And thankfully, Sam is able to find and burn the Mona Lisa before Dean is um, choked to death. Yep. Um, we we do some stuff with uh, uh, Rowena and Crowley. Crowley learns that the Winchesters are men of letters. And then we go back over to Dean, who immediately wonders why no woman has ever mixed her bones, bones and blood into paint for him. Which, like, isn't the lesson from that story at all? Like, do you... Mm. I mean, like, if you hear that story, like, if your bud told you that story, like, if, if fucking Bobby told you, like, yeah, I had an ex once, and, like, we, I was really into painting at the time, and she, like, cut off her finger and wanted me to paint with, the with the, like, the remains of her finger, you'd be well, like, oh, give me that dick's number, man. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If oh. you're Sam Winchester, that's what you're saying, if you ask me. Sure. Okay. He, yeah. he wants that love and devotion. <laughs> but, but once again, Chris, it's season 10. We're not talking about Sam Winchester. We're not talking about <laughs> Sam. We are not talking about Sam. Uh, so it doesn't make sense for Dean to do it. You know, he doesn't need that love and devotion. He's got it from Castiel. Um, Sam says like some, some like, is this your way of thanking me or something? So, Cause he was, yeah, he's like, you're right. welcome dog. Cause yeah. I didn't burn the fucking journal and I saved your life. Um, he asked about Dean's confession and is like, Hey, you know, I'm your brother. If you ever need to talk, I'm, I'm right here. And I'm like, Oh word, Sam never heard that one before. Also, uh, Sam, maybe you could put down your fucking iPhone for two minutes and have a conversation yeah. with me when I want to Sa- have a conversation. Yeah, Sam, you're actually driving. You're at the wheel right now. Please put it down. Put the fucking phone down, my dude. What are you doing? What are you checking on? You got a, you got a, you-, you got a little red bubble notification you gotta check on what the fuck are you he's doing? got like he's got like seven tabs open one to bing one to yahoo one to ask jeeves one to google of course just mark of kane mark of kane.com mark of cool uh <laughs> patreon.com slash mark of kane and he's like i can't fucking figure anything out dude he's on he's on like legacy of kane the ps1 game he's like it's spelled different but maybe there's a clue i gotta see if i can buy mark of cool <laughs> So good. Uh, um and, and this is like a genuine uh like heartfelt plea for like please talk to me my brother right like mm-hmm. the, we have to take mm-hmm. that a little seriously like it's something that sam yes. desperately wants i uh i just like there's just so much history there that i wish that like I, not that i wish like sam has to do this this is who sam is sam is a, a super nice dude he's super worried about his brother he wants to be there for him just like mm-hmm. this would never ever work like it's just like he's right. it's there's too much water under the bridge like there's too much weird shit uh, we could totally buy Mark of cool for thirty dollars a year. By the way, just just throwing that out there. We just put one picture of Sam looking at his phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, uh, like this is this is a, a nice thing for Sam to do. But I just don't know how he ever thinks that it would. He, Dean's going to open up to him. Yeah, figure it out. Figure it out. Do you have anything else to say about this episode? I, I, this is the end. Figure it out, guys. Figure it out, everybody.
Is that it? Like we're we're just gonna we're, you know? We're finished? We, so obviously, obviously, we're goofing a lot. This isn't really a bad episode. There's some you know hacky stuff, like Jeremy pointed out earlier. Um, Sam and Dean are fine in this. You know, Sam doesn't do a lot. Dean is charming despite the circumstances that he's under. Um, the structure of it is okay. It's like a little kind of, I don't know. It's just whatever. Like if you were just watching this episode, you'd probably go, yeah, that was fine. I don't care. That was, that was fine. This is where the, um, binging Supernatural would probably really work in your favor. Yeah, you definitely. Can, you, you could cruise through this. Like the Rowena stuff isn't very sticky. Like you wouldn't really get mad at it. Like I get mad at it because it's, you know, I like to watch Supernatural. And like this was a mm-hmm. good 20 minutes of the episode dedicated to some bullshit hamster stuff that I didn't really care about. Right. Um, and I, you know, just being able to binge this and go right to the next one would probably be a lot better. Having to sit here and talk about all of the stuff, like, I honestly, Chris, I don't think that this is a good episode. Like, I, there's one saving grace. There's two saving graces in this, and the one is Dean's confession, um, where he tells everybody that he's super gay for Castiel, and the second mm-hmm. is an actress that I happen to like on a totally different show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's it. That's all it is. For right. Me, so. Right. Yeah. It's um. Slim Pickens on this one. It is. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. We really, really appreciate it. If you want to support the show, the best way to do so is patreon.com slash monster of the week. You could also tell your friends and family about the podcast. Um, shouts to people that have do, done that and continue to do so. Um, if you are so inclined, you can leave us an iTunes review or a Stitcher review or a Google review. Or you can just like write monster of the week that cool rule was on your bathroom wall somewhere. That'd be pretty dope. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Whatever you want to do, we, we very much appreciate it. Um, you can talk to me on Twitter at JG Greer. Chris, you are. I am at Local Bones. The podcast is at MOTWCast. You can find links to that, all of our social media, all of our merch, all of our everything on monsteroftheweek.cool. And we will see you next week with <sighs> Dean and Rowena face off against each other. Excellent. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Goodbye. In my heart? In my uh, heart? Jesus. It's pretty good stuff, right? Really good stuff. <laughs> In my heart? heart? Oh boy. That was a fun episode. That was fun. Even though that episode sucks. Yeah. No, a few minutes ago, I was thinking about why I was so. Um, I was like, what, "What? What triggered my depressive episode that lasted like two weeks?" I think it was traffic. To be honest with you. Oh um, yeah. Because I was yesterday, I was pissed off because I left for work super early and got to work super late because work sucks, traffic sucks, um, and I was like, "Oh yeah, like my life is one hundred percent controlled by the minutes that I have to spend at work because I'm, you know, I'm hourly. Like I have to punch in, I have to punch out." Um, and that, that fucks me up so bad. Cause I'll be at the end of the day, like I'm done with my work. Nothing needs to be done, but I have to fucking sit here until I'm done. And because traffic was a little bit worse because I hit two extra red lights on the way to work. Now I have to be here for another 25 minutes when I could have just, I could be home right now. Um, and I think that it's not like traffic itself. It's the idea that I'm controlled by it. That, that, that sends me spiraling. And I, I'm fine today. I wasn't sitting in traffic today. It was fine. (laughs) But it was something I was thinking about. It was just something I was thinking about. It's really funny to me. They, um, I mean, not funny, like it sucks, but uh, I, I have a lot of feelings about uh, how much time people rob from me on a daily basis. I know I've talked to you about that before, but just mm-hmm. like every dumbass phone call of like, well, this is, I'm almost 40. These are minutes of my life that I can never get yeah. back. So yeah. like, thanks for like doing this. Oh, it's so, it's so goddamn frustrating. Mm-hmm. Like eight hours a day at work. And then if, if I'm lucky, it's only about an hour of traffic. Half an hour to work, half an hour home from work. But sometimes I'm not lucky and it's an hour both ways. Because um, just, that's, just that's just traffic. Every, you know the deal, it's just traffic. It's, not, it's unpredictable. Um, sometimes it drizzles slightly 
and people just don't drive anymore and they just park their cars in the middle of the street and you can't go anywhere. That's just the way that it is. People um, do be doing that, my man. <laughs> so, you know, on bad days, it's 10 hours of work. And then like, uh, like last night, Jess and I watched um, Netflix together via FaceTime because it's like, wow, we spend how many, how many hours together? Like out of every month, we see each other eight times if we're lucky. Mm-hmm. And like, we've been together almost five years and we see each other eight times a month. That sucks. Um, I mean, it could be worse. We could see each other, you know, once every six months or something. If we we're like real, real long distance, that would suck. But yeah, just um, just realizing how much work really drains the life out of you isn't very fun. It's not, my dude. I'm um, I'm extremely privileged and, and lucky that working in outside sales, like I can just, hey, I'm working from home today, and I I definitely mm-hmm. will do work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I will also write Carl fan fiction if I need to. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. And it's um, but you know, I was I was I I did all of that bullshit for so long. Like I I am like I don't know. Like I I'm, I'm pretty good at my job. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have like that sinking sensation that I'm going to get fired all of the time. Like I and yeah, even like I fucked up real bad recently, and I got like a. I, I got real lucky about the whole situation, but I fucked up so bad that I was like, like my boss hung up on me. So it was that bad. Ooh. And, uh, and like, and, and like, so I had like a moment of like, I like conceivably like this isn't a fireable offense or anything, but like, this is a fuck up. But more so that I was worried that he'd be like, okay, look, if you can't handle this one simple thing, I'm going to have to start monitoring everything you do. You need to come into the office, you know, eight hours a day. And I'm like, oh, God, that's mm-hmm. no, please don't make me, please, please don't make me do that. I will do anything besides go into that office eight hours a day. Because I just, yeah, I that. like, I, I like being on the road. I like doing the, doing the thing. Yeah. Not having freedom, um, which, you know, I've talked about some of the other things that like constrict me in my life and it sucks. It sucks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I went to a um a like a fake Apple store. Mm-hmm. And it's called Orchid. It's like a like an off brand Apple store. Um, because my phone was having trouble charging. Like the 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 cable when you would plug it in, it would just pop out yeah. the little port. It really sucked. Like I finally found like a specific way that I could hold the cable and my phone so that it would charge, but it was a real pain in the ass. Um, so I went in there and like, I had to wait because they were, there was just two bros in there. Like I've, I've expected two nerds, but they were two very bros, very big bros, <laughs> like LSU gear and all, the whole thing. I was very, I was very taken aback. Um, but, uh, I wait around, um, they have like, I figured they would have like iPads or something I could play with, like on display, like they would sell an iPad, but there was literally nothing there besides laptop bags. It was really strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. So finally, like the dude uh, comes up, he's like, what can I help you with? And I explain the problem. He's like, yeah, sure. Hold on for a sec. So he walks into the back um, and then he walks back out and he goes to the bathroom and then he comes out and I did. He definitely didn't wash his hands. <laughs> like, the bathroom was right there. Like, I mean, everybody could hear what he was doing. It was it was it's a bad situation. Um, but then he goes into the back and he comes back out and he's like, yeah, we fixed it. And I'm like, wow, that was that was really fast. I said, does it actually stay charging? Like, I've had trouble with the cable. And he's like, yeah, yeah, let's go test it. And he goes and plugs it in. And it just goes in and it starts charging. And uh, I was like, oh, cool. This is awesome. And he looked at me. He goes, yeah, you had a lot of shit in there. And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, Mr. Apple bro? <laughs> yeah. What did I have in there? Um, and then I looked down and I had some extremely personal messages from... <laughs> <laughs> from a friend of mine who was going through a pretty bad breakup like that had popped up on the screen so i was like well oh, no. you guys got a got an eyeful of that so <laughs> oh, no yeah i had a uh, i had a problem with it pretty much the exact same thing and um i got to a point where i was like all right jess my phone is dying like i know you're coming over tomorrow but we won't be able to speak until then like i'm gonna be at work i won't have access to my phone like we'll just have to figure this out this weekend good luck Text my mom if you need to get in touch with me. Like, <laughs> we'll figure something out. Uh, and then I just took a, a little pin and I started digging around in my, um, you know, like the, the, the charge port or whatever. And some shit came out. Some interesting shit came out of that. Yeah. Uh, and then I plugged it in and it fucking worked. I um I should note that these guys only charged me ten bucks to to do this. Um, but That's I had good. looked it up online and uh, a YouTube video told me to get a toothbrush and to use like toothbrush cool. bristles to get through there. Um, so I was in Portland when this thing first started like really getting bad. Uh, so like me and Cole and Gary were like walking around buying like stuff for duck fest. And I was like, Oh, I need a toothbrush. And they looked at me like, what the fuck? And I'm like, it's for my phone. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And that did not help at all. And I, and I tried like 
toothpicks, which you're very specifically not supposed to try because um, it could damage oh. the pens on the inside. But uh, whoops. Um, I tried all kinds of shit, but luckily it hadn't really been a huge problem because um, I have whatever iPhone has like that can charge on the pad thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I had gotten one of those pads and I was just, Doop, it worked. But then iOS 13 came out and started draining my fucking battery because Apple doesn't know how to make an operating system yeah. that doesn't do that. So yep. here we are. We got um, we got some nice feedback today. Um, from our man, from from who was almost as old as you, right? Um, that's actually so. Uh, River joined the Patreon not long ago, mm-hmm. and, and that is that is her mom. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So that's um, awesome. Uh, I, I I just man, I can't like. What did what what was the exact word that they used? Hold on. Now I can't find that email. Um. So guys, my daughter hooked me. We were rebonding with buffering, but that's not as huge as a commitment. And now you, I'm too old for this. I'm 74, almost as old as you, Jeremy. Wow, perfect. <laughs> I assumed that buffering was Buffy. That was my guess. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, seems like that's a common autocorrect from the phone. Um, yeah, but I, I wonder if buffering is like a Buffy podcast. Oh, maybe. Yeah, but that, that probably that's probably a thing. That maybe wasn't a typo at all. Maybe yeah, I'm rude bu- to buffering, assume. buffering the Vampire Slayer is a bi-weekly podcast. And oh, okay, host, perfect. Blah 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 perfect. blah. Yeah, we can't we can't officially endorse them, but perfect. Yeah, yeah, we don't we don't know anything about them, but yeah. uh, <laughs> man, if you Google buffering the Vampire Slayer, like if you just Google buffering podcast, you get like the little Google thing on the side where like they have their own Wikipedia page. Oh wow! <laughs> How do we get a Wikipedia page? How do we get a Wikipedia page? I'm just gonna say Google. Do we have one? Like, did someone create it for us? I hope nobody has done that. Nobody. Huh. Well, some fans you are. <laughs> Somebody go to Wikipedia and create. Um, just just put in a bunch of garbage on our Wikipedia page. That'd be really great. <laughs> what you been playing, Chris? Have you played a video? Uh, game? What have I been playing? I'm playing Code Vein. Okay. Um. Today I made the startling realization that I was just thinking about the game. I was like, oh, this game is as it's as much about exploration of the map as it is about like combat. Because when I first started playing Code Vein, it, it's what you would call a Dark Souls clone for those mm-hmm. listening who don't know. It's like a, people called it Anime Souls because it has a similar structure to Dark Souls of clearing areas, um, similar gameplay. You die, you go back to the bonfire, and you reset, you pick up your souls where you left them, like, that kind of loop. But I think its its core is a lot different. Um, that I mean, that style of gameplay, that's that's a whole genre now. It's just, like, shooters became third-person shooters, and, and cover-based shooters, and first-person shooters. Like, that's a genre of games that just started copying each other. That's what Dark Souls has done now. It spawned off a copy, or a genre of copycats, which is fine. But, um, Code Vein, it has as much emphasis i think on exploration um as combat because the combat isn't as difficult i struggled a little bit at first um trying to figure everything out but now it's like i don't really die unless i've like really screwed up and like rolled off an edge or something um or sometimes you know i might have to fight a boss two or three times but it's there's no like long boss runs all that stuff is super easy super streamlined i have not struggled much with this game the biggest hurdles come from trying to 100% a map because you get maps you literally like you uh, expand more and more of your mini map as you go. You like find like nodes that you activate and it shows you more of the map as you go. Um, and then finding certain items within that to unlock certain other things. So there is the exploration part of it, you know, finding a hidden door over here or knocking down a ladder up here that now will lead you to this other area. You didn't know you could get to creating shortcuts, that kind of thing. But there's so much emphasis on that, that I think that's why the combat isn't as difficult because if com- combat was incredibly punishing all the time, you wouldn't be able to like freely explore these maps. Like I can walk around and I swing my sword at the enemies as they come at me and it's not a big deal. They die and I keep moving on so that I can focus on trying to find those hidden areas. And then there's obviously there's still challenges. There's some enemies that are super hard to kill and some bosses that you do have to try a few times on. And there's also a lot of um, stat shit to look at. Like there's so many oh, like, yeah. class, class combinations and like skill combinations that it can be really overwhelming because I'm like, I have so many skills at my disposal. What the fuck do I use? Cause you can only equip eight at a time. Um, so for me, I have, I, I thought I knew what was, what I was working with. I switched to another class to try and like mess around with it. And I've now found myself 
in uh, a build where I use gigantic swords, which normally I love gigantic swords. This is actually not my favorite aesthetic in this game, but gigantic swords because they do a ton of damage. They're very slow, of course, but they also have high defense because you don't have shields or anything in this game. So you can just block with your giant sword. And instead of just trying to overpower enemies with a ton of damage or a ton of speed, I have specced myself somehow or, or aligned my skills in such a way where my main skill sort of is to stagger my enemies, um, which is not like a, a skill that I thought that like I would get into in a flashy anime game. Mm-hmm. But that's like what I'm all about is getting my enemies to stagger for half a second so that I can get that one extra hit in or I can get my um, AI partner to get that hit in. Um, which is huge and it has allowed me to like because i found my my niche now like i know how i'm playing the game it's allowed me to kind of just like easily walk through everything and and enjoy what's actually there instead of like struggling against it i um you say like you were your heavy swords are you, you did like they're kind of slow but mm-hmm. uh, i was watching lobos play code vein a little bit today and he found the zweihander and uh mm-hmm. obviously being a big dark souls freak he was like oh my god the zweihander we gotta we gotta do it and um Holy shit, like compared to like Dark Souls 1, that he's like swinging that motherfucker at the speed of light. Like it's still like yeah, slower yeah. than the other weapons, but it's still like a very, like it feels a lot faster paced than. Um, Definitely. It feels like the, like the speed of Bloodborne, even when you're using the heaviest of weapons. Yeah. Which I think works for it. Like it, it looked, it looked fun to play. I've heard a lot of just mm-hmm. extremely positive stuff about it, like from you and from some other folks of just like, yeah, that first review that you and I both saw where it was like called it like cynical, like it just really didn't like it. I was like, oh no. And then I read another review that was kind of hard on it. And then I read a review that was like, I fucking love this game. And I was like, oh, okay. So kind of looking around, like, I don't really have anybody that I like strictly go to to like, like, you know, my opinions usually allowed align with this person. So I know if they like it, I'll probably like it. I don't have that anymore. I'm not in tune enough with like video game reviews. So I just like read a bunch of different things mm-hmm. and I had already decided I wanted the game for myself anyway. But I think maybe lowering my expectations going in because of some of the negativity that I read has allowed me to like really, really love the the game. Like I'm a huge fan of it. Like I, that's I, I didn't play it all weekend and I'm thinking about playing it right now. <laughs> yeah, it, um, I, it's it, because of the stuff with the like combat system and because of like the weird skill stuff that it seems to have. Like that's that's piqued my interest more than anything else. Like anime Dark Souls is not does not sell itself to me on its own. Although, right, I've really tried to keep an open mind. Like I've seen. A bunch of people being like, "Oh, it's the the aesthetic is too much. Like, it's just you know, I can't handle uh, zero G anime titty bounce." And I'm like, "I don't know what you were talking about. Like, that sounds like the yeah. dumbest fucking thing in the world." But, um, yeah, like I, I don't, I, I we'll just want to say I don't, I, yeah. I don't, I haven't noticed any jiggle physics myself. But um, that's because I play as a hot anime guy, so I don't know. Yeah, just because you don't, because you didn't, you didn't make a hot anime, babe. I would definitely, yeah, because I'm, because I'm not a, I'm not a pervert like the rest of you. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, you know, I would have to make out hot anime, babe, because that's not some shit that I look at too often. Like, they would be unique mm-hmm. for me. Right. And of course, I'm kid- I'm, of course, I'm a pervert. Of course, I'm kidding, everybody. Don't even. My favorite character is Sam Winchester. Of course, I'm a pervert. And just a giant pervert. Jesus Christ. Just a sick, sick piece of shit. Sick demon blood drinking son of a bitch. I finished the surge finally. Nice, nice. And then I finished it a second time, and then I okay. finished it a third time. <laughs> Jeremy, it's been like five days. Um, I finished that game, and uh, I don't know if I told you this on the last podcast. I know I told you this, but I don't know if it was on the podcast. The game crashed during the yes. ending cutscene, and then sent me straight to New Game Plus. Um, and I had played for a while, like I couldn't use my PS Plus save to to restore it and try to see the cutscene. So like looked up the ending on youtube or whatever it was like well this sucks i'm watching it on my phone instead of my giant 65 inch tv mm-hmm. like what the fuck are we doing here um but i was kind of i kind of started playing a little bit more i wasn't really planning on going far into new game plus because they do a weird thing where um so throughout the game you upgrade your gear and your weapons right so we start out at like mark zero and you go all the way to mark five each level of upgrade requires a different level of upgrade materials so mm-hmm. you'll find like tungsten alloy mark two which is great for Mark II shit, but then you're like, oh, I've got Mark II, but now I need Mark III shit. Um, and so there's a there's some trophies for like maxing out all of your gear. There's some trophies for maxing out your weapon, which I did. Um, but once you move into New Game Plus, your your gear stays at the level that it was. So if it was Mark II, Mark III, whatever. If it was Mark V, that which is the max you can do in New Game, then it stays at Mark V. Uh, but you don't get any more of that gear, and you can't upgrade it. You have to go straight to Mark Six through Ten. Oh. Um, which at first I thought was kind of shitty. I was like, oh, well, 
I have all this Mark II material that is now like literally worthless. It's just sitting in my inventory yeah. for no reason. But the, uh, but the, like they just dump upgrade materials on you. Like once you've kind of figured oh. out how to kind of game the system, you're just you're just on a roll. Like I was just upgrading my shit all over the place. So I was like running through it, and I was like clearing shit really easily, like because I had played the game already, basically, mm-hmm. and I was having a really good time doing it. I was uh, using a guide for like cleaning up other trophies. I was um, like, there was some NPC quests that I had missed the first time around that I was excited to go back through and redo. And like a couple of those were extremely impactful. Like a dude and his daughter, who's actually a little robot, a shitty little robot that he was trying to save or whatever. (laughs) Um, So like stuff like that, it was really, really cool from a story perspective. And then um, (laughs) there's one trophy for obtaining uh, schematics and then building a certain set of gear with a certain weapon. And, uh, you can get all of the gear by killing one specific boss in a certain way. And I read the guide on how to do it. I was into game plus. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this like thing where you have to like blow some stuff up in the arena. And, and I did all of that and I got a bunch of it, but for some reason it did give me the schematic for the arm just the, and I was like, well, fuck, how do I? And I looked it up. It's because I didn't actually cut off the right arm. Like is what I should have done. Ooh. So, um, I was, I was kind of pissed, but I went ahead and did like, I finished the boss. I got one ending. I got the trophy, and then I save scummed and did did it the other ending because there was two endings. And I was like, "Well, like there's there's NPCs that will drop this stuff. Let me just see how far in the game I have to go to in New Game Plus Plus to be able to get this stupid <laughs> arm." And I was and, and luckily enough, like the very first one dropped the arm, and I was like, "Fucking a, this is great." So then I spent another hour and a half. Not I, just, I didn't take that long, but ended up probably another 30, 45 minutes, like grinding the materials to make the arms so I could get the fucking platinum. Oh Jesus. And then I started the sequel. The sequel is hella good too. I've been having a really ooh, good time with that. Ooh, you're on the train. I am, man. It's, um, the sequel gives you axes. Like I've got a giant ooh. ax and you hit them once and then you're, you split apart the axes and then you just go to fucking town with both arms. It's really, Oh great. hell yeah. Oh hell yeah. And, uh, the second game has a character creator. It's not quite as bombastic as code veins, but, uh, I created a cool chick and, uh, yeah, it's just it's just cool so far. I'm having a good time. It's very nice. The healing system is so different that it's kind of annoying me, but we we'll see how it goes. So, what is the healing system? So, in Surge 1, you you have implants. So, think of an implant as like a ring in Dark Souls, right? Uh, you have okay. you have you only have so many slots. Each implant requires like power. Um so you have to have enough power in your like rig to be able to handle all the implants you want. So, it's kind of a balancing act. Um, some of the implants you get were just straight up healing items. Like it was like, Hey, you, these are injectables. You get three, it heals you for 90 HP and you could stack those up. Like when I was rolling through a new game plus plus, I was rolling through like with like 15 healing mm-hmm. items. Right. Just cause I didn't fucking care. Like I just wanted to keep right. going. Um, so with this, that's all gone. Instead, you have a battery meter that charges up and you can use that battery to heal or you can use that battery to like do a finishing move, which would cut off a limb so you could get their weapon or the, their piece of armor they're wearing or upgrade materials or whatever. Interesting. Um, as you upgrade that, as you upgrade the healing implant that allows you to, to convert energy into heals, you are allowed to store energy into that implant. So let's say I'm fighting a dude and I end up with like three blocks on my energy bar. I can store all three of those as like Estus basically. And then I have three mm-hmm. heals. Um, but those don't like regenerate at a bonfire or anything. Like I don't, ah. So like you have to continually do that. And when you're like in the middle of a fight, let's say like I build up two bars as I'm fighting, but my health is low. I'd, if I hit the heal button, it takes one from my stored energy instead of my battery. So I ended up like having to heal once and then hold the button again to like charge my to store another charge back uh, up before my battery drains and i'm like what the fuck yeah so it's just and there's probably like ways that i'm not utilizing it correctly but it's just really fucking weird so far so yeah that sounds kind of kind of funky only time will tell i guess <laughs> okay, probably I guess some so. like super easy method that like you haven't noticed yet yeah it's um and there's i'm sure that there's like different implants like i've already found some that heal you over time or that require like prevent healing decay there's um the coolest thing so far is there's one there's an implant to basically show you how to parry oh so as enemies attack you it will show you the direction that they're attacking from and if you hold block and then you hit like with the right stick up down left and right to counter you'll like do a lot of extra damage like you'll do a directional parry uh and i 
fucking cannot do that to save my life. <laughs> I, start, I sat there for like 10 minutes on like one enemy right outside the little bonfire was like, I'm just going to practice this and like just got killed over and over again. It was so frustrating. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. You, you absolutely hate seeing it. Uh, I guess we could do a podcast. Like, I don't know. Um, I suppose if you would like to. Let's do it. Yeah, my laptop's dying. Let's do a podcast. Okay. Are you, is it not charging at all? No, it's not plugged in now, but... um. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, but it'll be all right. If it's actually a problem, then I'll just go up and get my charger. But yeah, yeah. Um, game on, gamer. Game on, gamer. Let's see. Let's get notes. I want a game now, though. Now that we talked about that. Yeah, you get excited about that shit. I would have been okay to not game, and now I want a game. Can I tell you how mad I am that they did a whole episode called Paint It Black and did not even once reference? Not even once. Yeah. Did they even paint anything black? No. None of this. I didn't even look. Did they make a... Let's see. Trivia. The name of the episode could be a reference to the song. Yes, of course. Could be. Could be. Yes. We're not uh, sure. Um, Yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, paint. There's paint. There's paint. Oh, I guess with the blood or whatever? The, the painter. <laughs> uh, this episode's stupid. All right. This episode is so stupid. All right. <clears throat>